Welcome back to the As You Go podcast. <laughs> podcast? Podcast. <laughs> hey, friends. <laughs> we are so glad that you're here, and we're excited about this episode because today we're going to be talking about one of the songs that we wrote on our God of Generations album Yay. called The Lord's Prayer. If you've been on the podcast the last few episodes, you know that we are talking about one of our six pillars of family worship um, over the last five or six episodes, um, we've been talking about prayer and uh, that's these pillars of our family worship. Um, there's six of them. The point of them is just that we want to be intentional in six different ways mm-hmm. in our family life. One of them is obviously prayer. And so we've been talking about that. We'd love for you to go and check out those episodes if you are just now joining us. Um, but today is kind of capping it off and we wanted to share a podcast that we recorded exclusively for some extra special people, basically the people who helped us launch our album. Yes. And um, we recorded a kind of behind the scenes podcast episode where we talked about the writing of the song, mm-hmm. the Lord's prayer, uh, what went into that, the scriptures behind it, some things we've learned. And we, um, now that we've been several months after the release of the album, we thought we would share that podcast episode with you all so that you can, um, hear what went behind that song. And then we have some little nuggets in here about sp- praying specifically the Lord's prayer. Um, because you might have our God of Generations album. I hope you do. If you don't have it, you can find it on Spotify or anywhere where you stream music. And you might want to use that song for your family devotion times at some point. And what's really great about the Lord's Prayer is it's broken out into four different stanzas. So you could even just learn one little stanza every few days and then read God's word uh, where that comes from and then just pray it mm-hmm. and use this song as kind of your music time, your singing time for that day. Um, so uh, we wanted to, to talk you through that song, how we wrote it, how you could use it. And that's what we're going to do. And at the end of this podcast, in case you haven't heard the song, it's actually, we're going to play it for you at the end of the podcast. So let's buckle in and let's go join past Jonathan and Emily <laughs> as they talk to us all about the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> good evening or good morning morning or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome. We are here for... <laughs> Episode nine, song number nine on our new God of Generations album. Thank you for journeying with us this far. If you're here, you are one of the troopers. You're one of the loyal. <laughs> the best of the few. best. And we are so glad that you're here. And we're excited today to talk to you about the ninth song on the album, which is called The Lord's Prayer. And it's called The Lord's Prayer because it's well <laughs> about the Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew 6, Jesus teaches us how to pray and I love that because it's almost like he knew that prayer was going to be hard for us um yes he definitely did and it definitely is it's hard it's hard for me it's probably been one of the harder things for me to do in all of my time of being a believer um I genuinely love reading God's word I genuinely love singing and worshiping God. Um, And it's not that I don't love praying. It's just that it's harder for me to still myself and Mm -hmm. to pray. And then once I do get in a still place to pray, sometimes it's hard to know how to pray or what to pray. It's so easy just to want to go other to to other quick fixes in our life too, instead of coming to the Lord in prayer to go get another cup of coffee or distract ourselves with a Netflix show or go talk to a friend or call our mom or 
not talk to God as the first option uh, for help and for wisdom. Yeah, and I think that's just such a good little nugget even here at the beginning that I've learned about prayer, which is that one of the hardest things about prayer and one of the best things about prayer is that in order to really pray and to make that a habit in our lives, we have to learn to kind of master ourselves. We have to learn how to still ourselves and and be quiet and still. And we just live in a world that that's really hard to do, even if you have time. I know we have all kinds of excuses for why we might not do that. And they're legitimate excuses, a lot of them. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I have two kids. Um, we travel. We're driving all the time. We're meeting new people. We're work from home. Working from home. We're homeschooling. We have a lot going on, and so does everybody else. And but even even when there are times where it's, you have plenty of time to be still, say on vacation or whenever, I think in reality all this busyness just temporarily causes us to avoid the fact that being still is just hard for us. Well, it is. When you're just stuck with the thoughts in your head, you realize what a jumbled mess you are already are. Once you're finally still, you start praying and then five seconds later, you're thinking about what you're going to have for lunch. Or then you're thinking about something that you forgot to do earlier that day. Or you start thinking, dang it, I just said the same sentence twice. Why would God want to listen to me? And we talk ourselves out of praying. At least that's the case for us. Maybe we're just weird. I mean, maybe these guys are great at praying. And maybe we're preaching to the choir. I don't know. You should let us know. We got that cool Facebook comment thingy below. We'd love to know if prayer is as hard for you as it is for us because it's definitely challenging. And so um, not only is praying hard for me as an individual, but then I have to think about trying to pray with my family. It's intimidating. that is intimidating and just hard because now not only do I have to master myself, but somehow I have to teach (laughs) these little toddlers and little kids how to be still even for 10 seconds so we can just say a little prayer together. And they're learning so much as they listen to you pray. They're learning how to talk to God and what that looks like. Yeah. So it's important, um, but it also is just challenging. Um, And so that's why we wanted to write a song um, on prayer because prayer is really important in our homes. Um, Like Emily just said, it it helps us teach our kids how to talk to God. Um, I think it's more, more than it is about being perfect, which this is true for all of the thoughts that we have about family worship. Mm -hmm. The goal isn't to be perfect. The goal isn't to have these peaceful times of reading God's word where everybody gets it and everybody understands and these perfect peaceful times where everybody's just feeling the prayer and everybody's just feeling the worship time in your home of singing. That rarely happens. (laughs) These family worship moments are not about creating this epic moment. And I think we've... Maybe because we've gotten so used to our services and church being so crafted in this perfect, produced way. Maybe that's part of what intimidates us about the thought of family worship because we think that interacting with our faith and interacting with God together means that it has to be produced. It means it has to go smoothly. Like we need to create this polished service for our family it needs to be distraction free and that is just rarely the case and so I think that we just should throw that idea out the window because that's only going to continue to be an excuse as to why we're not doing it Um, but really family worship the point of it is really more to to build in the habit 
of understanding that our faith is a part of our daily lives. Mm -hmm. And it's about planting little seeds of God's word and praise to God and prayer to God every day. Seeds that aren't going to grow overnight, but seeds that will take root over time. And um, the people that I've been encouraged by that I've read about who were faithful and consistent in family worship, um, they talk a lot about now that their kids are older, that a lot of their family worship times were kind of a disaster yeah. and they they would leave um, their time together. The kids would run upstairs and the parents would be shaking their head going, "Ugh, that was awful. That was miserable. What's even the point of this? Only to find out years later when the kids are older, they're like, mom and dad, thank you so much for doing that. That meant so much to me. And it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> but you just never know what's having an impact on your kids' lives and on their hearts. That's so true. And the things that they see you do all the time, they log away as, oh, this is actually important to my parents or our family. And I think one of the things that any habit building person uh, hears or, or learns is that it's a lot easier to build a habit if you have a plan. Because... I mean, if you don't have a plan, then when you stop doing it, you just feel guilty and you just stop. But I, whether it's reading God's word or singing together or praying together, I think as families and as people, we we need to have some kind of a plan so that we can just pick it up each day. And one thing that I really, really personally love, there's uh, this guy named Donald Whitney that wrote the book Family Worship that we've talked about a lot. He also wrote a book called praying God's word. And I love it because it is great in general. It also makes me think about just the gift of the Lord's prayer uh, because God has given us his word to know him, but he's also given us his word so that we can pray to him because the word of God informs our prayers. Even if your family worship is just opening up a chapter of the Bible a day and just going from beginning to end, that is more than enough. And praying can just be responding to what you just read. You don't have to come up with this magnum opus of a prayer. Just thank God for who he's showing himself to be in the word and ask him for what you need. And I mean, that brings us right to the Lord's prayer because the Lord's prayer is in God's word. And Jesus says, here you go. Pray, pray this way. Yeah. It's what I was going to say is that Jesus taught us to pray. This little um, short prayer that Jesus gave us is actually a formula. That's been something that I've even just been learning the last few years. I this love is formulas. a formula on how to interact with God. I know there are a lot of formulas out there that are great, um, but this is the one that Jesus has given us, and it's beautiful and wonderful. And um, one of the guys that I've learned the most from in this is a guy named Tim Keller. He's a pastor. And um, you've probably maybe heard of him, but he has a book called Prayer. It's really simple. Um, but really in this book, he really um, talks a lot about prayer and why it's important and why it's great in our lives. And that alone is was earth shattering for mm -hmm. me. Um, but then he breaks down the Lord's Prayer and kind of shows the formula of it. But even more than that, he, he goes into um, a lot of how our forefathers in the faith have also seen this prayer of Jesus as a formula. So he looks at Calvin and Luther and several other really cool guys like that and how they um, would teach prayer 
based on the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. and like walk through what all these things mean. And if you really take some time to sit down and look at the Lord's Prayer, it's really, really rich. I know a lot of times we can just brush over it so quick and say it, but if you really sit down and think about it, um, it's it's so rich. And, and I remember the day that, that this kind of first landed on me, even just the first few words, Our Father in Heaven, when we pray that, if we just take a second, the thing is we could pray magnum opus prayers just based on the Lord's Prayer because our Father, let's just think about those three words, are, so it's good to pray in as individuals, but this is a community thing. Mm. This is our Father together. He, we are His children. We are His people. Then you have the word father. I mean, that alone is huge because not everyone can call God father throughout all of time. There was a period of time before Jesus came where they didn't call God father. Mm -mm. Calling God father is already introducing the gospel to this prayer because it's only in Jesus's name that we're able to call God father Mm. because Jesus died so that we could become adopted children of God into the family of God. Mm. Especially that's true for us as Gentiles. Um, I'm assuming most of the people listening to this podcast are not Jews, um, but um, the the Gentile people are grafted in and we are adopted children of God, all of us, all people who believe in Jesus. Um, so we have our father and then who art in heaven. This is as far as I'm going to go for this podcast, but so you have this father who is so close, so intimate, so near because of a sacrifice that was made by God to draw us near. And then at the same time, then you immediately look to the fact that God is big. He's mm. not, he doesn't live where we live. He is higher, higher than us. He is bigger than us. He is in the heavens. He has a bigger perspective than we have. He is ruler up there in the heavens reigning. We have a great high king who is our close, intimate father. I mean, there's just so much richness just in those first few words. That instantly puts my heart at ease. Like, even if I just prayed that when I was feeling anxious in the morning, looking at my to-do list for the day, just to remember for the rest of the day, oh God, like I can come to you throughout the day. You You are my heavenly daddy and you are over every detail of this day. Absolutely. And you live inside of me. You're with me. Yeah. It gives me courage and peace. And again, that's only the first few (laughs) words of this prayer. There is a lot packed in to what Jesus is teaching us here. And and these aren't thoughts that are original to me. Again, this is stuff I've picked up just from a lot of reading and a lot from that book um, called Prayer by Tim Keller. So I I would just encourage anybody who is interested in reading or learning more about it to to go and pick up that book because it's a great book. Um, But we wanted to kind of take some of these things and boil it down into a song. And so we wanted this song, we, we wanted to write a song, but I think more than any other song on this album, we really wanted to create an experience for families. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song is a little different. It's four stanzas because we just kind of broke down the Lord's Prayer into four different sections for families. And the idea when we wrote this song, I remember we talked with some of our super songwriting friends who we talked about in our um few other podcasts this was just a text thread of several songwriter friends that we have that were kind of helping us with this project and we were talking about it and um just after tossing around some ideas just landed on this idea to write a song that 
can help assist families in prayer. So basically the idea is you sing, you, you pray a little section of the Lord's prayer and then you sing a little stanza about it together and whether or not families will do that, that was kind of the goal, um, is just to have some med meditative. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Some time of meditation as a family, some time to think and pray together in between each stanza. And so um, what's cool is we, we not only are wanting families to do that at their in their homes, but we also do this at our events. So we create some space in our events for families to get together and just have say these really quick short prayers together um, in between each section of the song that we mm-hmm. sing over them. And I think it's really beautiful. And um, really with the song and the lyrics, we're just hoping kind of like what we just did um, to, to break down some of what the Lord's prayer is really saying to us mm-hmm. and to, and to kind of unpack it just a little bit with the lyrics was really the goal. And you used a term that I think you got from the prayer book called riffing on God's word. Yeah. So that's what Tim Keller talks about. He, he says, um, and I, I don't think it's original to him. I think he gets it from other guys he listens to. But the whole idea is you take the Lord's Prayer and you just, you riff on it. You you say, our Father which art in hall- heaven, hallowed be thy name. It's part of letting the Holy Spirit work in your life, even as you read the word. Um, there are times where you it's, it may be good to pray like written prayers, but really you can just take that and pray whatever is standing out to you. If today... Um, it's standing out to you that God is your father and you're really moved in your heart about that. Like pray to God about that. Mm -hmm. Or if today you're really moved by hallowed be your name and you're convicted of sin because you're realizing Mm -hmm. you're not honoring God in your life. You're not hallowing his name in some way in your life. Like pray about that. Um, and, and that's just the idea of kind of riffing on the Lord's prayer. And really you can do that with all of God's word. Like you were saying, Mm um, you, God's word is there for us so we can riff on it. Another example of that would be like Psalm 16. Um, The Psalms are such great, great prayers. Yeah, really. I mean, the Psalms are great. Lots of the Bible is great. But um, end of Psalm 16 is the one that says, in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You can read that and just try to be still for a minute. Think about meditating is a really fancy word for just sitting and thinking about it for a second. And then you can just pray and pray what's on your heart. Like, God, maybe one day it's, I don't desire you more than I desire everything else. And being honest, maybe that's what you're feeling that day is like, I don't understand this. I don't resonate with it in this moment because I desire so many other things other than you. God can handle that. And he wants us to talk to him about that. And then maybe it's saying, God, please help me to desire you more than anything else. Help me to desire Help me to see and taste and see that you're good, that in your presence is fullness Mm -hmm. of joy. Um, Other days it might be, God, I so feel this right now. Or maybe other days it's, God, help so-and-so to feel this. That's kind of what it looks like to riff in prayer on different aspects of God's word, but especially in relation to this song, to riff on the Lord's Prayer. I personally just really love that because between Keller and Donald Whitney, I feel like what they're both getting to is we need the anchor of God's word to riff around. And the things in our life that we tend to pray about, our job, our family, our worries, our needs, the weather, whatever it might be, those things are going to come out naturally. But when we jump off of God's word, instead of just this blank slate of jumbled thoughts in our head, we have an anchor for those thoughts. We can direct them towards the truth of God's word. It might bring conviction or it might bring hope. Um, 
if we don't start with God's word and prayer so often, I think we just, I know I do. I think so many other people, we just end up in the same cycle of saying the same old things about the same old things about the same old things to quote Donald Whitney. I, yeah, I like how you said it's an anchor for our thoughts because I think what tends to happen is one of two things. One, like you said, you, we end up just saying the same old thing over and over and over again. Um, or, we find ourselves so distracted that we don't know what to say. We don't even know where to begin praying. Should I start praying about all my friends and the needs that I know are a part of the community? Or do I start with my sin or do I start with here or there? We just, we don't know where to start. And when we don't know where to start, we get overwhelmed and we don't do it. That's, I think the two paths that we normally take, but God's word being an anchor to me also just means that when we start with God's word, it gives us a a path, a guide down Mm. like what to pray today. Um, and yeah, just Mm. helps us focus our minds on something in particular for today. And maybe even something to take with us throughout the rest of the day. You know, the word of God tells us that we should be continually praying and that can also seem kind of overwhelming, but I've found in my quiet time in the morning, whether I'm praying through a Psalm or just picking a verse from my Bible reading for that day, I can pick a verse and I can kind of meditate on that throughout the rest of the day. If it's, you know, from Psalm 16, like you mentioned, I can just be kind of rolling that around in my mind the rest of the day. God, help me remember that my joy is found in you, you know, at 8 a.m. and at 3 p.m. when I want to go for that third cup of coffee just because I need some extra stamina. I can be praying that prayer and, and God's word can be guiding me and getting me back in in communication with the father. Yeah. And I think just like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I think it's just important to just reiterate. I know I need this. Otherwise I lose hope. And is that it's, especially when we're just starting to do these things. Um, it's not so much about doing it perfectly. It's not so much about God is not impressed by our lofty words or our Mm -hmm. fancy riff riffing on his word. Um, God is impressed by our trying. Um, I, you know, if God is our father, I've, I've heard it talked a lot about, you know, like with kids, um, obviously I want my kid to one day be able to run, you know, I want him to be able to walk really well, but when he's a child, like I, if, if he's just making a few stumbly steps as a toddler, like that makes me really happy yeah. as a dad. And I'm encouraged by that. And I obviously want him to grow and stuff, but, um, I'm not necessarily looking for him to be able to run when he's a toddler, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think the same is true with, with the Lord. Like he, he wants us to grow. Um, and he's seeking to make us more and more like Christ. But honestly, he just, I think he just wants us to try. He wants us to start. He wants us to trust him. A lot of practicing these disciplines of faith are faith, are us exercising our faith and trusting that God is big enough to cover over our weaknesses and our failures. Um, and so whether it's by yourself or whether it's with kids, um, just let it be imperfect, but keep trying and keep pressing in to the Lord and trust that his strength and his grace are going to help you in all of those things. Um, I know that's what I've needed. Um, there's some great quotes that I, I, I could read like a gazillion quotes. Um, but just to continue to encourage us to try praying and to really make it a priority in our life. Uh, here's a quote by Tim Keller. He says, if we give priority to the outer life, our inner life will be dark and scary. 
And I just really, that really resonated with me because I think my tendency, probably all of our tendency is to prioritize my outer life, all the things going outside of me. I mean, some of you are really more introverted, more thoughtful and more in tune with your inner life. But uh, for me, whenever I begin to neglect what's going on inside of me, it it gets real dark and scary in there. Um, And so we want to, in prayer, part of praying is that we're also looking within and, and it's kind of a soul checkup. Letting God shine his light in. And then I love this too because I think this is true about pretty much anything. But um, Tim Keller says this, I can think of nothing great that is also easy. True. Yeah. When I think about that, being married, learning to love your spouse, learning to love other people, learning to pray, learning to live by faith, all the great things in life, none of them are easy. No. Being in shape, even. Growing in any skill. Any skill. Creating anything worthwhile. Well, in light of that, he says this, prayer must be then one of the hardest things to do in the world. Wow. That's just comforting like, wow. though. <laughs> yes, that is so comforting because it's a great thing to do. We're talking with the God of the universe. What greater thing in the world is there for us to do? Mm. But nothing in the world that's great tends to be easy. And so yeah. prayer is one of the hardest things that we can do. And so it's just important for us to remember that too. And to, to almost in a weird way, let that give us hope as we try to build prayer into our lives. And it's, I do just want to insert, I, yeah. I love in Romans, Romans 8, where it says, that we don't know how to pray, but God's spirit helps us in our weakness. Yes. Crying out, Abba, Father. Um, I love knowing that whenever we pray, we have so much help. We have God's word informing our prayers and we have the Holy Spirit translating our prayers kind of for us according to the will of God while we're just struggling along. Yeah. It's just once again, we have help. God is here to help us and assist us. He is drawing near to us. He's pursuing us. And it's not so much about being perfect um, because his spirit is going to help perfect Mm. us in our weaknesses. It's just more about making the effort really um, to pursue the Lord. Yes. And so, but as far as the Lord's prayer song goes, um, this was kind of a, a quick thing to write because I had been sitting so much in the Lord's prayer for a little while. And, um, again, it was just about unpacking the Lord's prayer. Um, but it was fun to record this in the studio because this was, if you heard the last podcast about set your eyes, Oh shoot, I did it again (laughs) about set apart. Um, Emily got to record that one actually in a real studio. She sang the vocals in a real studio. We actually did that for this song too. We both sang this live mm-hmm. in the studio together. Together. Like you were on one side of the room. Yep. I was on the other side of the room. So we somebody had messed up. A guy named Court mm-hmm. come and play some guitars on this because I can play guitar, but I don't feel like I can play guitar good enough to record. Some people disagree with me. But I would just rather have the pros come in if I if I need it recorded, you know. So anyway, it created, though, a cool opportunity while he was in another room recording guitar. We were in the big room, two mics singing this together live, almost as mm-hmm. if we were on stage. We wanted it to feel that way. Yeah. When we talked about the song and talked about how we were going to use it in the live events. It was so romantic and wonderful and magical, but also terrifying <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, 
one of the great things about recording is that you can always go back and fix it. Right. But whenever you're recording it live with someone else in the room, it's like, I cannot mess up. I know. We were like staring into each other's eyeballs, like, read my mind. Yeah. But you're, see, you're so good that it's probably not scary for you. Oh, gosh. But for me, that was really scary. But we got it, thankfully. We did. We got it. So that was a cool tidbit. We got to record that one in the big studio. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but I hope this song really blesses and encourages you. And I hope you're able to not only be able to listen to this song, but experience it together with your families or maybe even just in your own personal prayer time to use it as a tool to help you as you're praying the Lord's prayer. Um, maybe even as a tool to help you remember what the Lord's prayer is saying. So without any further ado, we will let you hear track nine the Lord's Prayer song. <laughs> That's what it's called. The Lord's Prayer. Wait, did we call it Lord's Prayer song? We did not. We just called it the Lord's Prayer. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Here's the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven How great it is to be your children You are high We bow low May your beauty, O oh Lord, fill our vision. Hallowed be, help our lips sing. Help us live in fear of your name. We are yours while in this world. Help us live for your fame. We come to you. Come to you, O oh God, in prayer. 
prayer like six times yeah right before the song started yeah i, I kind of did so <laughs> sorry you guys well hopefully the song was more eloquent than our speaking my speaking on that's this why podcast. we sing you know yeah that's right that's why singing is our main thing um that was the lord's prayer song thanks for listening oh man i said the lord's prayer song again <laughs> that was the lord's prayer but it was a song was a song and i don't have anything else to say about it i think we should wrap this up you guys (laughs) we've got one more day of podcasts tomorrow join us for track 10 of the album thank you so much for joining us see y'all tomorrow